If you offer him praise, come on, offer it to him. Come on, love on him. Love on him for a moment. Give him that praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We offer you praise. We offer you praise for your goodness and your mercy toward us. We offer praise. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for this worship experience. Have your way. Speak to me and through me. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God will last forever. And so let it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to lift up the passage of scripture read in your hearing in 2 Kings. That is chapter 6, again, 2 Kings chapter 6. I'm picking it up where it left off at, beginning at verse 13. So he said, go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out there, was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. Hallelujah. For the next few moments, I'm going to talk again from a theme, let it go, let it go. Amen. You may take your seats in the sanctuary, let it go. The power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the power of the anointing upon the servant of God is on complete display in this passage of scripture. But more importantly, the loving kindness and care of God, the compassion of God, the concern of God is in this passage of scripture. Because everything that happens next in the passage of scripture could have happened without this segment being here. Without ever us reading about Elisha's prayer for his servant, everything else could have taken place. Without his servant ever having his eyes open and seeing the chariots of fire, this passage could have taken place and still been as important as it is in Israelite history and still been a magnificent miracle. Because the next part of the verses declare that Elisha simply as they are approaching him and about to kill him, Elijah prays that they are struck with blindness. And it is so. And with the inability to see their enemy, being Elisha, they are now left to be led by their enemy, which was Elisha. So that the passage that crawls in between, the passage that is couched between there, the passage of the servant's eyes coming open to revelation, 
is actually in some way superfluous if it were not that God wanted to demonstrate his compassion, care, kindness to the least of us. He's not pulling out the stops for somebody in high authority and saying, let me let you see something powerful. He's not opening up the eyes of a king and say, hey, let me show you something magnificent. He's not opening up the eyes of a wealthy man. He's not opening up the eyes of a politician. He's not opening up the eyes of a Hollywood actor. No, he's opening up the eyes of a servant so that the servant can see what the Savior can do. He opens up the eyes of a servant because God cares. God cares about all of us. Not those that are high and mighty, not those that are prestigious, not those that have prominence, not those that have power, but God cares about people. And the comfort of the heart of this young man was just as important to God as what God was doing in saving all of Israel with the secret intel he was given to the prophet. God was giving intelligence information to the prophet so that the prophet could secure the place of Israel so that Israel would not be defeated by their enemy's secret scams and plots that they were putting against them. What God was doing there was to save all of Israel, but here God is trying to save one person. I'm talking down your street. Because I don't care what you think about yourself and what you thought heretofore, God's here to save you. I don't care how low you thought you were on the totem pole. I don't care if the devil tried to tell you you don't matter, your life doesn't matter, you're inconsequential. God said, no, 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 no. I'm here to save you. I don't care if you think that nobody cares about how you feel. Nobody cares that you feel bad right now. Nobody cares that you're under heavy load. You're feeling burdened and low. God said, no, 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 no. I'm here for you. And it is his trepidation, his trauma experience that God enters into his trauma to de-traumatize him by revelation. Just him, just him. I just need to bless him. I just, can, can I walk down your street? Just you, just the person sitting in your seat. I, I need you to know I love you. I love you too much to let you sit there feeling insecure. I love you too much that you sit there thinking that nobody cares. I, I love you too much to let you sit there thinking that you're all by yourself and that you have no support and no help and that you've been carrying this load all by yourself and nobody cares about you. God said, I care. I care about you. I care what you're going through. I care about the tears you cry. I care about your loneliness. I care about your sense of isolation. I care that you don't feel like anybody understands you. I care that you're going through. I see your misery and I will not let you wallow in misery when I have mercy waiting for you. I can give a manifestation to break up your misery now. 
God, 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 God pauses everything. Before I, before I do anything, I need to show this young man something. Before I move on with my next miracle, I need to show this young man something. Before I go out here and save all of Israel and bring their enemy into their camp and show them that they're nothing in the sight of God, I need to bless this one right here. And I thought I would just help you see you're the one. Just like the woman with the issue of blood can run interference and just grab her miracle by grabbing the end of the garment and holding on to Jesus. And she's the only one knows what's happening to her, but Jesus knows. And Jesus pops long enough to say, daughter, your faith has made you whole. I know a whole lot of people out here, but what God has done in you as a result of your faith has healed you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. God's speaking into somebody's life this morning. God's speaking into somebody's experience this morning. You're not here by accident. You're not listening to me by mistake. You didn't just pop into this Facebook or YouTube time. You didn't just get into this sanctuary because you were invited. You got an invitation from the Holy of Holy that put an impression in your spirit that you would be here right now to be reassured of the very presence of God in your life. Uh, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Look at, look at, look at, look at. He, he says to him, I, 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 he comes back, he says, Lord, Master, I just looked outside and, and we are surrounded. I just looked outside and we are surrounded. And it's not one or two, there are many. They've got chariots, they've got horses. They're surrounding us. I just saw my opposition. I, I saw what we're up against and, and it's a scary sight. We are surrounded. I, I looked outside and I, I took a peek and, and it's bad, we are surrounded and somebody in here today you might feel surrounded right now when you looked at things in your life you felt surrounded you felt like you had more going against you than for you and God wanted me to let you know you're not by yourself yeah. <sighs> Reverend what does this have to do with letting go <laughs> you see Sometimes the first thing to you of being blessed is to get rid of the things that keep you bound. <laughs> and, and, and I told you last week, you, you've got to get rid of the fear of the foe so that you're not worried about what the opposition is. <laughs> I don't care who the opposition is. I'm ready to do my battle. I'm ready to go in here and have what I need to have and do what I need to do. I, I, I want to tell you, uh, one of the shortest men to ever play in the NBA was a fellow by the name of Muggsy Bogues. 
Muggsy Bowes was really short, and when he, when he stood next to, to Matumbo, you could tell that there was a difference between what appeared to be a giant. You don't hear me. But if Muggsy Bogues had been afraid, he would have never made it in the NBA. Because I don't care how much taller those guys were than he was. The one thing he knew was they were not faster, they were not smarter, they were not as smooth, they could not do what he could do. He could run circles around them big jokers while they were lumbering down the court. He was already there. When they were getting ready to jump, his shot was already gone. But he had to lose the fear of the foul before he could get in the fight. And some of us are defeated without ever throwing a punch. Because we have fear of what we're up against. You don't know you couldn't get the loan. You were afraid you couldn't get it. You don't know you couldn't get it in the school. You were afraid you couldn't get it, so you didn't apply. You didn't know you couldn't get the job, but instead of you applying for the job, you were talking about, well, it won't work out this time. They already got a lot of candidates. I don't care how many people they have. If God has it for you, the door will be open. And if it is not there, it'll be somewhere else where you're supposed to be. Because, see, it's not only the fear of the foe, it's the fear of the failure. It's the fear of losing. It's the fear of failure. But not only is it the fear of the foe and the fear of the failure, but it is the fear of the future. Because when you look at what you think will be the future, your mind gets messed up. But I, I, wanna, I wanna make a declaration today. I wanna make a declaration. I want you to make a declaration today. I want you to, I want you to allow yourself to speak into the atmosphere that I will not allow my inward thinking to cause me to disappoint the future. I need to walk that back down somebody's aisle. You need to say it to yourself, I will not allow my inward thinking to cause me to disappoint the future. There's destiny attached to your life. There are things that God has already planned for your life. God's ways are above your ways and God's thoughts above your thoughts as high as heaven is above the earth. So too are God's ways above your ways and his thoughts above your thoughts. And God said, and he knows the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. I don't want to disappoint the future. I don't want, hey, God's got something and blessings with my name on it. I feel like preaching today. I, 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 God's got something with your name on it. I, I, <laughs> I feel like preaching it. Let me, let me walk this alley one more time. Here, here you go, here you go. There are three things. That to assist in letting go. Three things to assist in letting go. And there are three things you got to, you got to, got to, you might need an assist. You might need an assist. You might need an assist. I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that, that assistance is available. 
you might need an assist. You know, I mean, there, there's actually in, in all sports there are there are records kept of those who assist others. Because every now and then you need an assist. You know, you can't you can't just throw yourself in alley oop. Somebody gotta. <laughs> I, I may be able to dunk it, but somebody needs to throw it up high enough that I can grab it and finish the way. I got three things. Three things. Three things. Number one, number one, number one, the text says that when he comes back in, the prophet looks at him and he prays for him. And so I, I thought the first thing that, that assists you in letting go is intercessory prayer. Yeah. Intercessory prayer. Oh, man. I know, I know you didn't see that before, but I'm going to bring it to you one more time. Look, look. See, sometimes you can be so emotionally charged by what you are experiencing. Now, put it another way. You can be traumatized. People have already told you you weren't nothing, and actually you were traumatized into internalizing it. Somebody said you never be nothing. You were traumatized into internalizing. You, you have been in battles that have left you physically and emotionally scarred. You've seen things. Come on, I, I see you got it now. You've seen things that have left you in fear. And because of your experiential reality, it's hard for you to believe that God is getting ready to work on your behalf. And sometimes you need to be prayed with and prayed for. So that you can be set up for your breakthrough. was a moment there where the intercessor appeals to God. If you read it in the, in the, uh, the, in the uh, Jewish Bible, the, the complete Jewish Bible, it says, and, and, and Elijah prayed to Adonai. Open up his eyes. That, that's the, that's the, the Jewish Bible. Then Elijah prayed to Adonai. In, in other words, Elijah appealed to God to do what only God can do. There are some things that it may take an appeal to heaven to get an earthly breakthrough. I'm preaching up This is so deep. Come on, come on. You, you got to know, don't be afraid of seeking and asking for prayer and praying with somebody because there's sometimes when what you have experienced has put you in a position that you're not really able to pray for yourself. And like the old folk used to say, pray for me. Ah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask for intercessory prayer. Don't, don't be afraid to let an intercessor pray for you. To, to, you. Don't be afraid to say, I need somebody to talk.
much in agree with me. Stand in agreement with me. There's too much going on. And right now, I'm emotionally attached to this situation. I can't really do what I would normally do because I'm gripped by it. I'm experiencing something and I need a breakthrough. But if we can get together, one can chase a thousand and two can put 10,000 of light. We can get power in agreement. People sometimes ask me for prayer and I send back and I say something like I'm standing in agreement with you. And, and, and they, they, they look at it, they think it doesn't mean anything, but what they, what they miss sometimes is the fact that when I say I'm standing in agreement with you, I, what it means is I am with you touching and agreeing in, at a deeper level than physical contact so that the breakthrough that I already walk in, you can have in your situation right now. I'm already in touch with heaven. I don't have to get there. I don't need somebody to prop me up or pump me up. I'm already connected and I'm connecting you to my connect so that you can have greater power than you had by yourself. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. Bless your name. But, but, but the, second thing, the, the second thing is, not only do you need um, intercessory prayer, but, but the second thing to letting go is you need insight participation. <sighs> insight participation. Uh, um, let, let, me, let me see if I can walk this way. If, if you're going to see the manifestation, you have to look for it. See, don't ask me to pray and you don't expect a miracle. Don't, don't ask me to stand in agreement with you and you're not looking for God to do that which you, hey my glory, hallelujah. Let, let me help you out. See, see, the question I need to ask myself is, where is God in my situation? Where is God in this situation? What is God doing right now? How is God manifesting God's self right now? And if I wait and I look long enough, I will see the hand of God doing what I could not do. Um, um, I gotta help y'all here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something in the text that most folk don't pay attention to in the text. If you notice when you read the scripture, he, the prophet prayed, Lord, open his eyes. Let me be a little mnemonic for a moment. Lord, open him eyes. Lord, open her eyes. Okay, y'all, y'all, you missed it. Went over your head. Went over, I know you just. There's nowhere in the record where the soldiers ever saw what Elisha and the servants saw. <laughs> you see, sometimes you're going around looking for confirmation from folk that don't have revelation. 
You can't expect somebody that doesn't have revelation to be able to give you confirmation about a divine manifestation because they can't see what God is doing for you. to the person sitting in your seat. Everyone will not be privileged to your manifestation. You could be sleeping in the same bed with your partner and they don't see what you see. You could be driving in the same car with your bestie and they don't see what you see. You could be walking down the same street and they don't see what you see. You could be in the same class and they don't see what you see because everyone is not privileged to the manifestation that God is revealing unto you. see what you see. Can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I push it a little bit? Because there's some folks whose eyes are wide shut. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to stop today. I'm going to stop. This is the last part of this. Because the quirk of the text is in the ending of this portion of the pericope. Because what we have here is intercessory prayer, insight participation, and then we have inspirational power. Okay, okay. y'all missed it. I know. I know it it, it, it it went over your head, so let me bring it back down. Let me just grab right here, okay? I'm gonna put it right where you can get it. Notice, if you will, I wanna read it to you because you will think that couldn't be in the text. Come on back. I'm reading the same passage of scripture and in verse 17, and Elijah prayed, I pray open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord did what? Open his eyes, open sesame, and behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when the Syrians came down, Elisha prayed again to the Lord and said, strike this people, I pray you, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. The same blindness spiritually that was on the servant is now placed physically on those who thought to kill them. <sighs> what you need to realize is that the power of God is so great that what he's opening for you, 
he can shut for them. Doors he's opening for you, he can shut them on them. Ways he's making for you, he can close them on them. What God is about to do will be so powerful in your life that you will be able to see what God is doing in the earth realm and recognize it because the manifestation will not only be spiritual, but it will be seen physically. And what you've got to know is that in this season that God has you in now, God is getting ready in 2023 to bring some things into fruition and completion and all you need to do is participate in what God is doing right now. Participate in what God is doing right now. Pray in what God is doing right now. Praise in what God is doing right now. Receive the power of what God is doing right now. And God is going to finish everything he started. Let go of the fear. Let go of the worry. And say, God, have your way. Come on, give him a praise. Come on, give him a praise. Come on, give him a praise. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe there's someone here today that does not have a place of worship, that does not have a church family. I want to welcome you here today to Shiloh, to the Shiloh family. I want to welcome you now. If you're in the sanctuary now and you want to be a part of this church or you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you just to lift your hand in the sanctuary. God bless you, my brother. We're coming to you right now. Hallelujah. Come on, others. Hallelujah. Online, if you're with us, you can inbox me on Facebook. You can send me a message right now. You can call us right now, 860-443-6046, extension 110. You can email me at shilohnlcomplex.org email us I want you to know we're ready to receive you into the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ I love you with the love of the Lord hallelujah
So when you see Shiloh NL, Shiloh New London, you know. If you go to face, if you go to YouTube, you want to look up a service, just put Shiloh NL in, and you'll come right to us. Literally, you write New London out, or you write NL, you come right to us. Put Shiloh Baptist Church in, and you go to thousands. Amen. We know we know who we are. We know how to distinguish ourselves out here in the world. Love all of you with the love of the Lord. Get that offering ready, whatever God has laid on your heart. Father, we thank you for our gifts and givers. We thank you, God, that we give, Lord, out of a cheerful, hilarious heart. We're not begrudging. We ain't mad at nobody. We give because we love you. In the name of Jesus, restore it to us a hundredfold. In Jesus' name.